Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Yeah. Back at it again. Drinking Bros. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Dude, the we need that like, app. Yeah. DJ Cali. Yeah. Drinking bros. Hey, since we brought up DJ Cali to start off with, can we talk about his son, Rocco? Who's his son? His, he had the a, baby he, that has a fucking huge following? Dude, so he has a son named Assad. Who's, he, he's Bro. carrying around everywhere. It's a newborn baby. The newborn yeah. baby has 650,000 Instagram followers already. Bro. That's Damn. how it is these days. He's starting to build his sons, and his son is so many, but that's not even... Someone recently... Fuck. Someone recently just had a baby, and they did the same thing. The day they had the baby, they made the Instagram with no fucking pictures on it. It already had half a million followers. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, and it was someone famous recently just had a fucking kid, dude. They did the same McGregor? exact thing. Dude, it is McGregor. Oh, oh shit, yeah, you're right. McGregor. Boom. Yeah, it, yeah it, McGregor's son has like, it had no pictures at the time, had half a million followers already. We, we briefly chatted about this before. Do you think that's good business, Rocco? Would you do it for your kids? So the, I've been going over that in my head, whether I should or shouldn't actually here soon, right? Because uh, one of my daughters wants to be acting, one of my sons wants to be acting. And so I thought about, do I start building them up now? And I think this is kind of what I came to a conclusion is, uh, when it gets to that point, if my social media is where I would like it to be, right? So you say if my social media sometimes jumps in the millions, well, at any point, I can create a huge following for her when I choose to, right? Right. So I think I'll wait until that time is needed and then create the space. Better for them to be super sure about what they want to do and pursue Correct. personally than instead getting them, them in their, notoriety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah there you guys. Yeah, Welcome so, back to drinking, bro. So that's what I was thinking, Ross. I've, I've thought about it too, man, because like, man, you know, if the kids want help, I'm obviously the way we can help them is throw social media and build their fucking, you know, their platform. Yeah. But uh, no, man, I'm going to wait until I know that's what they want to do. And hopefully by then I have more followers and then it can just, you know, just pretty much hand off to the followers. Well, the reason I Scary. ask, I, I, see, I see Logan Paul, right? Uh, he's got yeah. a gajillion followers. And then I see his brother who's now popping up in yeah, shit. Yeah, getting big, dude. Well, he signed with fucking Disney, I believe it was. Yeah, and so I'm like, yeah. uh, all right, cool. Is that the route? Like, did they, did he, did Logan say, oh shit, yo, you got to get a fucking Instagram and get your shit up? Like, well, that's, dude, it looks like his brother's actually pretty funny too, though. You know what I'm saying? So I, his, his brother had some kind of a skill set that it was easy to build off of because right away that motherfucker got well, signed with Disney. And if he you're has his good own show. looking, let's face it, that's your first skill set. Um, yeah. Second, you know, you can be halfway funny like Amanda Cerny. And get Are you goddamn- describing me right now? <laughs> no, You're a not, dick. I, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> Amanda started out with Playboy. Yeah, Amanda. Amanda's a she, she's an attractive she woman. Has she, both, started, she has she, both things going she for her. Like following, you could get online and see her naked. Right. She yeah. had a following because she was she was good looking and she did the well, Playboy. And then a personality because yeah. too many females just post these like artsy things. She right. actually goes on camera and has a quirky kind of fun she personality. She partnered up with the right people yeah. too. That's when Vine was kicking off, and then yeah. they jumped off of Vine going more to the Instagram vibe, and then that's she. she her partners are one of them is Logan, right? And so right. they helped kind of create a fucking following for all of them through those videos. Smart. And, and really? now, dude, they're oh yeah, dude. So a lot of her original videos were with Logan, with yeah. the Logan character, and several other of those viners that end up going into the Instagram space. So that's how she started getting big because there's, look, there, there's funny. power in numbers, man. You've got to start tagging right. each other and do all that shit. I like yours, Rocco, because you you post a lot and you're getting your numbers are getting high. You were like 84,000. Yeah, I post 000. a lot, dude. I, no, but, here's but what I do. I, think I it's look good. and I see. If something makes me laugh, I post it. You should, you should <laughs> p- plug your Instagram because I've been fucking laughing lately yeah. with all the memes you've been doing. So my uh, my Instagram is vincent.rocco.vargas, you know, and that's the same as the Facebook. But but my Instagram is where I have fun, man. My Facebook is a little different, right? It's more, it is, I post randomly on there. But my fun is fucking uh, Instagram. And yeah, dude, I find some funny ass meme and I fucking post it or whatever makes me laugh that morning or a video and I, you know, I snag it or whatever the case. But it's just, me and my brain whatever's going on in there i, I love it because I, I, I like it too yeah because it makes you feel like you're gonna miss something if you don't go and check it because i you post a lot and i like it kevin hart does well, that shit too it's consistent entertainment which is like what i've the way i run my social media i don't really do that it's like once every couple weeks so it's like yours it's like consistently i get a <laughs> <laughs> dude i do it myself like if yeah. it makes me laugh i'm like oh fuck i'm posting there was shit. one meme you did lately i was like god that was fucking funny the video you and jared shot with eli that was fucking oh, great oh yeah the fucking <clears throat> The taco one. one. Was that? The yeah, taco, taco one's one. good, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, this one. This is my favorite one. The, the one that goes uh, when my smart friends start talking about investments opportunities and like, how many is that in tacos? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Like, how many is that in tacos? Yeah, I fucking love those. Hey, dude. by the way, your boy Danny Trejo uh, opened up a new donut and coffee shop in he, LA he, that is destroying the game. Yeah, he did, man. You know what's funny though? Here's this funny thing about like something we we. I mean, we don't need to do because I think we have enough reach to go and start our own fucking things. But people are coming to him and asking him, like, hey, would you put your name on this? Yep. I'm going to own it. And he doesn't do nothing, dude. All he does is show up for one, you know, there's some kind of contract where he shows up. Opening day. To meet and greet. Right. Opening day, meet and greet once a month, whatever he does is fucking post on social media. And he gets a percentage, a chunk of whatever the fuck that business is doing. And uh, and just because he's such one of those, everyone loves that motherfucker, right? Right. Like everybody. Who doesn't like Danny Trejo? Right. And so, dude, it's a fucking, it's a package fucking idea for him he needs i guarantee you will see probably two other different ideas that come up from the same thing which is a brilliant model because you know he's getting older and when he ends up passing one day like i'm sure his his yeah. family will benefit from those investments you don't realize fantastic. he's 72 now i believe yeah. it is he was 71 during the movie he's 72 now i believe yeah it. yeah he he's, uh he's got a really smart uh, agent her name is uh gloria Hinjosa, and i've hired him a few times for the movies and here's an interesting fact uh, when I was there, I had a sit down meeting with her maybe three or four years ago for pool boy for the first time. And he, w- by the way, one of his first products was actually bagged coffee. No shit. Dead serious. So she pulled out, the, she, in the meeting, she pulled out this coffee and she was like, dude, we're going to start branding Danny. Danny's going to start doing a bunch of shit. And, uh, she pulled out a, a, a bag of coffee and it was all black. So the co- the bag itself was all black. There was no nothing on it whatsoever. Um, and it was going to be Danny <laughs> Trejo's cease and desist, Trejo. No, I'm just kidding. Coffee. Well, I, it was. Uh, this was maybe three totally or four kidding. years ago. But I don't. I'm not sure if they use that coffee for the shop itself, or if they they're not doing that idea anymore. But uh, she's smart, man. Like the branding he's doing is uh, he, that motherfucker's everywhere these days. Yeah, that's great. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, well, shit. Welcome to the show, kids. Uh, as you yeah. know, we got some sponsors who pay for this this whole fucking God. shit wagon to be on the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I want that. that. Yeah, Dude, I I'm gonna it. have the editor sprinkle that in throughout the show. <laughs> this whole episode, <laughs> just for just for Assad and DJ Khaled, dude. Uh, oh god. Because every post DJ Khaled makes, by the way, today is like, man, this is for you, for you, Assad. I love you, Assad. I'm doing this for you. I'm recording with Rihanna for you today, Assad. Um, <laughs> it's become really funny, and I'm I, I started following about? DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, he, what he has, he has his newborn son, and he he created oh, the Instagram for him. And, but Assad. I thought you're talking about like the president no, of Syria. So the way he's <laughs> the way he's promoting his son's Instagram is he'll post a son tag tag his son, and he's telling him like he's doing all this shit for him. So yeah, but he'll the bring the baby on phone. stage with him at Coachella and shit, where you're just like, yo, a baby shouldn't be on stage at Coachella right now. Bro, that's his culture, dog. DJ Khaled. <laughs> Yo, look at this best. We the best. My baby yeah. the best. Dude, they don't want to these... see me succeed. They don't want to see me successful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> DJ Khaled. But he had those giant uh, headphones on the baby, too, because like the crowd was so loud. Um, Dude, the DJ's thing, like the DJ culture, like I... I seriously think they are some of the most popular people on Instagram. No, it's getting big right now. So a lot like, of these, a lot of these DJs, or have some of the, the hit songs. It's like D, this DJ featuring, I, uh, you know, a yeah. fucking whatever, Misty Elliott. But it's the DJ's fucking yeah. album, dog. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah, album yeah. is sick but as on, fuck. Like, like chain smokers, just, I, the chain smokers. Oh, yes. eight, eight hits in the top fucking forty right now. Who the uh, like essentially who the most popular like what the most popular. Uh, subculture is on Instagram, and I think it's the DJs. Dude, they're like, crazy. I, if you, if you, like, it's if music you, though. If you push out, and push out, like, like uh, po- uh, big sports stars and stuff like that, because I mean, they're they're already famous. Yeah. Like, no, but they don't DJs have come followers. out of nowhere, yeah. and all of a sudden, are four million people like this person, and he wears a mask. I don't I even s- know what he looks yeah. like. I need to start my one, the DJ Scratchatory Rape. That's the. Uh, we that's might have to change the name a little bit. What? Nah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> I, I like well, that a lot. Like, I guarantee you that'll be snapped up about 10 seconds after the show airs, too. Yeah. Yeah. DJ Dude, there's, Scratchatory there's, Rape. 
there's mm-hmm. actors that that I mean, I mean, there's a lot of pro, pro athletes that don't have huge followings on on social media. Yeah, dude. I know. And these fucking Big DJs have like twenty like, fucking something mil, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. what? You know, like, what well, you the... think about the cultures that like watch fucking DJs comparative to yeah, the, all their know, phones are out. Yeah, you have yeah. three hundred. You're playing for three hundred. When they want to tag it like at yeah. fucking DJ buttholes fucking concert. Seeing DJ butthole. The way he presses that space bar on that MacBook is epic. I know. No kidding, <laughs> dude. Because I I went to an. I went to an EDM thing with Vincent Marcus, and we were we were supposed to be kind of like the entertainment for the DJs. Like, did you take Molly? And, did you take any fucking Molly? No. no. But <laughs> I, uh, took, I took Molly, my, I my she, friend was, Molly, was not the drug. Yeah, but when a musical know. artist shows up with nothing but a thumb drive to plug into a computer, yeah, yeah, it's like, wait, what the fuck? It's a whole different world, bro. It's something we missed out on. Like, yeah. how did I miss? Well, that? no, Ross, <laughs> you might have heard of this. There was a chick that wrote for Vice that, as a joke. Uh, started to market herself as a DJ and within six months became an extremely popular and high-paid DJ in the EDM world just from photography, yep. creating a website, telling people she was, she was at certain places with certain people, and then all of a sudden she got her first like booking for almost 3500 bucks to go DJ. So she had to learn it. And then by the end of the experiment, she was getting paid thirty five grand to go do EDM concerts. Dude, I'll, let's I'll, do it. Let's la- let's launch an EDM one. It's let's like create. Dun, 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 dun. I'll take it a step further, Jared. Uh, Paris Hilton signed with uh, Young Money with Young Money Cash Millionaires. No, yeah. So and she gets she gets a hundred thousand dollars to spin for an hour, and it's literally just her in a fucking iMac. You know, like that's mm. it. That, that, and well, she that's does all this. It is. Yeah. She she literally does it. She dabbles. She does it. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure what they do is like they actually have some poor bastard who's actually talented in mixing music yeah. that creates a fucking you know whatever like their the set's Paris gonna Hilton be. Mix. Yeah, and yeah. then she goes on stage and just like does like like messes with the synth a little bit and then presses a space bar yeah. for the beat to drop. You put a little fucking you know, headset just, on her and everyone looks like DJs. Throw you know what's little. fun to watch? Go fucking DJs troll their crowd. It is fucking awesome. So it's all these huge ones. Like there's like fifty thousand. And he goes, whoop, whoop. And then they just turn the music off, and then the whole crowd goes, like, oh! And then the beat hits. But they build the whole beat up for like that 30 seconds, and then the drop doesn't happen. I love it. I watched the entire DJ movie, that fucking Zach Efron movie, where he's a DJ. I'm not going to lie, I fucking enjoyed it. I really did. That's cool. They made a whole movie out of that whole culture. So it's pretty fucking funny. Uh, the guy from uh, the guy Wes Bentley from uh, American Beauty is in it. The guy with the bag blown in the air. He's oh, his yeah, mentor yeah. in the DJ world, um, and he's just trying to work his way out of the valley. <laughs> Dirty. Uh, anyways, we got some sponsors to it. pay for this shit. Yeah. Uh, Strike Force Energy is the is the choice for all DJs worldwide. Strike Force. Yeah, exactly. Call in the Strike Force. It's the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch of energy uh, that's liquid, actually. A lot of people ask, is it powder or is it liquid? It's liquid. It goes in every other liquid. Uh, it goes in beers, waters, Kool-Aids, you name it. Uh, and they've got flavors. They've got uh, lemon, orange, grape. Grape's my jam. Make America grape again. Uh, go to mm. StrikeForceEnergy.com. <laughs> Get yourself get yourself a little ten pack if you need to start off, uh, or get a big, <laughs> yeah, or get a big boy subscription, dude. And uh, yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh my god! Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get twenty percent off. Uh, they ship everywhere in the entire world, kids. You, you can even get it in fucking Australia. Um, look at it. What's that? Ham. It's a girl just saying ham. ham. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Like that? That's. I'm surprised no. you don't have one that just says hot dog. Hot dog. God, Jared's gonna be the sound effects oh, fucking God. guy. This sound episode, effects king. Uh, next up, we've got ghostbed.com. Show us your worst beds, kid. We we've got a fucking we've got a bed right now on our Instagram page. That is the worst bed you'll ever see. They're giving away a free bed to whoever has the shittiest mattress out there and wants a new bed. And by the way, they're giving away any size. I was like, dude, are you just giving away like a twin? They were like, no. We'll give up to a California king away if you want one. Uh, But you got to put your worst bed up online. Hashtag it with fuck this bed. 
and then tag at Ghostbed on <laughs> on Instagram, and uh, we, we will we will feature it on our Instagram. The one that's in the oh, God, the one that, that's winning this right guy's now is disgusting. Fucking mattress is awful. Oh, it's I, terrible. Yeah, it's isn't terrible. It? God. I mean, there's semen, there's blood, there's urine on that that mattress. Like, and and again, Why? he says, I don't know how it got there. It's like, f- yes, you do. Yes, you do, you dirty motherfucker. But Why look, how do you that? not know stain unless you bought it like used? But come on, man, that you don't buy a fucking used freaking mattress. Oh it's just God, gross. Bro, yeah, that is so nasty. Well, look, he might end up winning a free bed. So shit, maybe there's, there's maybe that. we're the losers. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're yeah, the maybe, fucking losers. Maybe you got to hit rock bottom before you can hit rock top. That's, oh, that's, I don't know if rock top's a thing, but it should be. Rocky top, top. is a thing. Yeah. Rocky top will go to go to fucking ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You get $50 off a, a new mattress. They're also giving away three free pillows when you buy a mattress and their pillows are the fucking jam. They um, are the jam. They've got a uh they've got a fucking uh they've got a, a rad a rad thing um that they're doing where they're 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 giving you a real ghost too. So when you order it um right, right. out of the box a, a real ghost g- gets unleashed in your house and that's a fun thing. You can chase the ghost around um so go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. <laughs> um, <laughs> like free Casper with every purchase. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, no. Casper's their, their competition. They're dicks. Uh, <laughs> they, they were not happy we fucked on their bed for the 100th episode. What? That's what I heard. Oh, geez. Oh, God. They should get over that. I don't, I, yeah. they, they thought maybe Like, you make be... mattresses. What the fuck do you think happens on them? Yeah. That's just you being unreal like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You know People who had sex on a bed. Yeah, you know who encourages fucking on their beds? Ghost bed. So. Exactly. <laughs> because that's <laughs> what fuck you do. Casper. Casper and can fucking eat dicks. Do you say fu- fuck? You say fuck Casper? Fuck Casper? in your ghost bed? Yeah, fuck That's in your ghost awesome. bed. That sound funny. Fuck a Casper. Fuck on a ghost bed. Like, <laughs> exactly. You're uh, just, dude. You're so stupid. If you're, if you're a fucking marketing guy or the CEO of a fucking bed company, you're like, oh, people have sex on my bed. No fucking shit. Welcome to reality, you fucking dick face. <laughs> <laughs> you have it. I, I don't dude, have it. I'm setting you up for some. Moments. I don't have it. You, That's your sound effect. You fucking dick face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ross, what we got next in the heat? We've yeah. got another sponsor. Yeah, next up, we've got GrenadeSoap.com. <laughs> hit it. Hit it, Matt. Jared, come on. You oh, got to be there. God, I'm there. I'm he there. got ADD. Ross, I need it again. I need it again. <laughs> next up, we've got GrenadeSoap.com. <laughs> GrenadeSoap.com. We've got this one. Like, so Ross, it's like, What's do it you called? have a different kind of soap? <laughs> <laughs> now you can introduce Grenade Soap. <laughs> yeah, dude. We should just soap. read every sponsor like that. <laughs> yeah, we should forever. Yeah. Grenade Soap. Is your skin dry? <laughs> is do you feel green sad when you come out of the shower? And combat clean. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best fucking soap in the biz. Uh, all of their all of their shower products, their their bathing products are the fucking jam, dude. Uh, and their soap is made with real gunpowder, which is fucking awesome. Uh, so yeah. if you want to smell like a man instead of a man's dick, buy a buy a thing of grenade soap. <laughs> Got dude. the combat wash clean yourself. and OD green, bro. Yeah, fucking wash yourself, you sick fuckers. Um, this is the best way to do it. They've also got a sweet taint scrubber in the store and some tactical toothbrushes, which is amazing. Go to GrenadeSoap.com, type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 20% off of all that shit. And uh, we love... It's going to give me a result. Yes. Uh, last, they they, last they don't have a dildo scrubber though. Did you see that they made it but didn't pass testing? It's just a dildo that yeah the to clean uh, your butthole. the the what the FDA didn't approve the dildo scrubber, right? Is that correct? Yeah, because essentially it, it's a prostate cum, and then then you have to clean up the semen, so it wasn't that clean. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I was hoping for it. Oh man, that was great. <laughs> we do need a sound effects board for oh this my show. God, that would be so you good. sat on that too. We for should a while. look at uh, we should look into that. Oh, it'd be <laughs> so good if I just had it right here. Horn, ham horn, like <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Your, your timing on that was impeccable too. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that one really got me today. That one got me. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. You know what's up next? Warfighter Tobacco is back. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Where was it? Where was it? I thought we were fucking. No, no. Warfighter Tobacco is back. Warfighter Tobacco is back, Jared. There it is. Warfighter Tobacco gets. Ham. Yeah, they ham. get fucking ham. Uh, where they we been? have a movie horn. We have a, we have another one here. In a world where Whoa, no tobacco shit. lines up like warfighter tobacco, <laughs> Rocco, a business partner with the best, buy it today. Drinking Bros for twenty percent off. Uh, <laughs> big fan. Uh, go to warfightertobacco.com. Uh, type in the promo code UNLEASHDB for 10% Unleash off. DB. They've got new sizes in production. Uh, they're turning their cigars up to 11. Thanks to all the drinking bros uh, for getting to the point where the big cigar companies uh, are getting scared of what a few veterans, some debt cord, and a dose of freedom can accomplish. They need your help right now. They're, they're pushing to go nationwide. They're looking for shops uh, who share their values and are worthy of their business. If you have a local shop that wants to carry Warfighter, Warfighter Tobacco cigars, have them reach out and give your contact info to them. Uh, and there's a huge cigar trade show coming up. They want your pictures, kids. Go to warfightertobacco.com for all your cigar needs. Type in the promo code UNLEASHDB for 10% off. Yeah, we want to get a bunch of pictures of some of the guys uh, smoking the cigars. Yeah. We get a bunch of pictures of the guys smoking cigars. Uh, you know, we're going to have a trade show. We'll be out there. It's July uh, 10th, I believe, to 14th in Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to try and get some cool dudes out there just smoking cigars, hanging out, and uh, using some of the pictures of the community that smokes cigars. You got a motorcycle yeah. noise? You got a motorcycle noise, Jared? No motorcycle noise. No motorcycle I, noise. I just went through them all, testing them all. Matt, Matt <laughs> can, can you can you make one before uh, we I ask Rocco this next question? I don't even. I didn't know. Oh, that's I good. Actually, shit. You're on demand, uh, Rocco. <laughs> since you're back, dude, I want I want to talk to you about being on the Mayans. How was it? How was oh, filming the pilot? Man. Hey, hey while you guys are doing that, I gotta go do a quick chicken dump. Oh, oh boy. Oh, God. God. Are you gonna go shit? You get, dude, I ate all the chicken. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Jared. <laughs> Come on, you guys are so depressing. Why can't it be a, I'm gonna do a chicken dump? No, go ahead. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, go dump out. out. Go dump we're out. Gonna, we're gonna go chat with You're Rocco good. then. Rocco, what, what was it like being on the pilot uh, for the spin outs of Sons of Anarchy, the Mayans? Yeah, it was cool, man. Like, uh, the whole experience was kind of unexpected, you know. Um, Steve Howie made some calls for me, and uh, while I was out there, I was actually out there in L.A. filming some Letzinger's Whiskey commercials and as well as the, the Dads in the Parks. And um, at the same time, the day before I was leaving, he said, hey, man, they want you to come in. So I got the email, and I showed up. They gave me the lines the day before because... Uh, you know, I don't read very well. <laughs> so, they, they give you the lines, just the slides. And yeah, they give you the slides, and, and and they said tomorrow, you know, this is what you're gonna be reading for. And the character, the first character I read for was uh, uh kind of a, a the brute, you know, kind of a brute. And so I read, and uh, you know, I memorized the lines because I was that was what I was told. I was like, I should just go completely off paper. So I did. Yes, and I you felt should. pretty comfortable with. Yeah, and so I felt pretty comfortable with it. And actually, um, Wendy O'Brien, she's the casting director. She just gave me this huge hug and was like. Yes, yes, that was so good. It was good. Good job. And, and like, was really excited. And I'm like, she might be bullshitting me, right? You know, because right. I don't know. You know, I think a lot of yes men in that industry. Right, exactly. And so I left there thinking, like, oh, I don't know. We'll see. But as I'm already getting ready to fly home to El Paso, I got the email saying that now Kurt Sutter is interested in seeing me. Um, he saw the videotape, he saw, saw me read the lines. And so uh, I ended up having to fly back the next day. No shit. Yeah, you so flew, I flew like, back oh, to El Paso, shit. and this is all coming out of my pocket, right? And those aren't the day next. The next day, flights are it gets expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah El Paso, right? Mm. So I'm dropping man money on just these flights. So I fly back, and then they give me two different people now. So I'm re reading the brute, and now I'm reading kind of a kind of a kind of a reluctant to speak kind of guy, a, a shire dude, you know. And so um, I read the parts, and uh, he he was. At first, he's like, he's kind of quiet, right? And I talked to Steve Howard before. I'm like, look, how should I show up? He goes, act like you just don't give a shit. Go in there and fucking, you know you know what you do, and just fucking do your lines and shake his hand and walk out. I'm like, 
okay right and so i walked in shook shook everyone's hand in there said uh, nice to meet you guys and so i was like uh you ready to get started or what do you need he goes yeah please and i was like okay so i read the first one he was like that was good he had one critique i read it again done and then the second one i read and uh you saw him light up and actually the people in the room actually laughed at 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 the way I did it, like really? as in, I, I was able to kind of create the, the 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 smirk, and he was like, oh, "That was that was good." And he turned his face and looked at them, and looked at me, and goes, "That was good." Uh, he was like, well, "We'll keep in touch." And I was like, okay, "Sounds good." And I walked out of there, right, and thinking like, "Well, it felt like a good reaction, right?" Right, but you can't judge. You, it. you don't know, you know. And so then I got the email saying I got the I got the part, and I, f- I flew home and flew back freaking three days later. <laughs> <laughs> Should have just stayed in LA. Yeah, yeah how, dude. Uh, how, how how long did you wait? Uh, before I found out I got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how man, long was, was that wait? Uh, it was, man, not even probably, shit, 12 hours. Holy shit, that's fast. It was quick. It was quick. And, and that's why I even, you know, because I'm using Steve Howie as kind of the the guy. I, I talked to you, Ross, and I talked to Steve, and, you know, the guys that kind of been in the biz, and he's like, that's not normal, man. And he was like, it's, really, it's, it looking, it's looking really good for you right now. I'm like, all right, cool, 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 you know, like excited to see what's going to happen. And then they said I got the part. And so I was like, well, what does that even mean, right? Because like the only thing we've ever done is range 15. So it was like, what does that even mean? So, right. so they give me the contract and I guess I was supposed to tell them like, I'm okay with that contract because I don't have an agent. I didn't have anything, right? You know, so yeah. uh, apparently, eventually I told them like, yeah, I'm good with it. Like, you know, no negotiating that. It was just kind of the, really got the good opportunity. I, I called you, Ross. Remember I was like, yeah, hey, yeah. Dude, what does it sound like? And you said, no, that's good. You, you're getting best in show, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, and so I showed up, dude. And when I showed up, like, I was intimidated, man. Like, this is me not knowing this world as, as well as, as some of these guys that to the left and to the right of me. And uh, a lot of these guys have had multiple experiences acting. I mean, you got guys like um, Emilio, um, you know, Emilio Rivera, who is, who is Marcus Alvarez in, in the Mayans, and as well as guys like Raymond Cruz, who's been in the acting for 30 years now and successful as hell. Tuco. And so, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I'm in there nervous about that if i'm going to be able to perform uh to to a manner where they're going to be proud of you know and so um you know i think i I think i did it justice i think i did well and i and i hadn't i don't think i I felt i think i surprised more people than anything you know and so i'm sure you did crazy crazy experience yeah what was the difference what would you say one of the biggest differences between that and range 15 well, obviously, you know the budget is ridiculous too crazy right like they're they're spending what our entire budget is in like a day Dude, things. so when I my first meal there, I got my lunch right. I'm eating on a tire that's just out there. I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just eating. They were like, well, go into the lunchbox. I'm like, okay. And I have no clue what the fuck a lunchbox is, Ross. So like, I'm oh, walking yeah. in circles. Yeah. I'm walking in circles, thinking like, what the fuck are they talking about? So I saw this dude go into this building. I'm like, oh fuck, it's like a portable fucking lunchroom. Yeah. Oh. And I had no idea. Like a little what dining facility. Exactly, dude. And it's fucking like, dude, that's got to be expensive as fuck, right? Right. But I just tripped. I was like, dude, it's all different. I don't know. I'm sitting there <laughs> eating like, on a tire, right? Like, I don't know. I got food. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm completely comfortable with that. But, it, it, you know, the budget on that's insane, dude. Just to see uh, some of the sets and some of the concepts and some of the, just the way Kurt Sutter, is, Kurt Sutter and Elgin, Elgin uh, you know, are two. Very impressive dudes, but Kurt, the way he works is is different, right? Like you know, he's just uh, the pace really is slower, isn't... right? The pace is slower. Yeah, they he, take their time. And, um, and he really is an artist the way he does it. You know, he he just it's really cool. I don't know, man. It's it's you know because the way we did it, we were fucking screaming, bro. Right. We were filming and running to the next set and filming, jumping in a car and driving to the next location. This was all right. All day we're gonna be here, guys. So just chill. You know, you got your little cooling tent and you just sit there and eat all the fucking craft services you want. And you know, and in the way like when I did a couple scenes, he just he talks to me like it's different, man. It was it was a kind of a trip, but you do such like man, you're only doing like one sheet. You know, like yeah, right. a day. You're only doing one right. page a day, which is which and is not crazy. a lot of dialogue. No, and right. you're sitting around waiting all day for this one time. What would you? Because you're you're not acting a lot. Um, would you say you no, enjoyed I, that more or less than range? 15? I think it, a little bit less. Like I, I am the reason I'm interested in that space is because I want to do something challenging, and so I would love to do a challenging dramatic scene and see how if I can pull that off, right? But there, dude, there's few and far between, man, and people don't realize that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah just the way it's cut. I remember Ross saying that on, on the set of Range 15 because it was like, remember, he was like, you guys are all nailing the lines. They're like, well, yeah, because we're prepared. But he's like, 
you just did in one take a whole day of shooting you yeah. know you're like oh fuck i didn't really realize yeah. that that's how things are shot until that you know he, dude there's he's very, us about it. very little times where there's a lot of dialogue you know what i mean and if there is a lot, of, that's probably that only guy's long dialogue that he's gonna do the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's different. Man. I mean, what do we we ran like fifteen pages a day almost sometimes, right? Something yeah. I think it was eleven to fifteen. I think yeah, it was yeah, 11 yeah. To 15 yeah. And, and on a look on a on a TV show or a movie, you're doing fuck man three. Like it's three pages was the most that we did. Yeah, yeah the yeah. most. It's crazy. And somebody like Kurt Sutter, because you know, I, I like that. I like the fact that you said that he's such an artist. When you get to that level, the network allows you to take your time. Uh, with not only directing it, but your shots, they want it to be perfect. He wants it to be perfect, and they allow him that time because he's he's made a bunch of hits, and you have a bunch of money. I also read that he's taking a bunch of time in editing, which is rare. Yeah, usually, yeah, he is. You don't get that. You don't like he. Go ahead. Yeah, he's talking about this project as this is more of a, this is kind of a passion project for him to to see it come to fruition. He's excited about. It. He goes, he says, he goes, he's more excited about this project than any of the projects he's ever had before this, for multiple different reasons. Um, he he likes man. A lot of these actors uh, spent some time in prison. You know, a lot of these actors, like listen to this, Ross. It's a room full of uh, about eight guys, and and Kurt goes, you know, I kind of pride myself on the fact that a lot of you guys have more prison time than screen time. Right and and everyone's looking around <laughs> That's and awesome. these guys are look yeah and these guys are looking at me like yeah like kind of give me the head nod like fuck yeah bro and I'm thinking like <gasps> no, yeah. not me dude <laughs> I well first of all I was yeah. in the military right. and then I was watching you in jail yeah, I, was, I was a prison guard <laughs> yeah, and, then and then I was, I was, was, put, and I was putting That's you in jail counts, exactly. <laughs> that still counts Rocco that still prison yeah, time. so it was funny so we were kind of laughing eventually they start to know about me and you know they're pretty excited about just working together and and. uh and in the real, the reason why that's kind of make this this show more powerful is it's more authentic, man. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's more yeah. authentic. And, and, so. and hey, I read something interesting a couple of days. Kurt Sutter did an interview with uh, Vulture, and uh, he said there was two gay characters in this one, which was surprising to hear. Um, yeah, Rocco and me. I got I got a cameo <laughs> real quick. So really, did he really say that? I mean, that's interesting. He did say that, and um, he said he was taking his time with the, with the uh, the edits. Uh, he also said he wouldn't reveal any more information than that. So, uh, bro, that's was, so funny. He was really, he that's was my really, character. Yeah, he was really excited about the show. He's taking his his sweet time with it. Which look, somebody like that deserves to. And, and if you have the time, you can. Uh, usually, you shoot yeah. a pilot. A lot of people don't realize this. Usually, you shoot a pilot, and it goes in pilot season. But you only have a, a little under six weeks to edit it and get it into the network. Uh, with FX, you can take your time with things like that. Uh, there was a Zach Galifianakis show called Baskets that was there that they spent a lot of time on as well to get it right, and uh, it's cool. So it, it's when, when did they give you a timeline as far as when the pilot will be known if it t- gets picked up? Which they, come on, it's, yeah, it's going to get picked yeah, up. Yeah, they've given they've given some uh, like some projections. They want to start filming in September sometime, maybe. But there, there's already been a little bit of pushback, so it might be a little bit later than that. You know, they, they, they go through the, in the initial edits and it gets pushed forward, and then, you know, then FX kind of decides whether that's kind of the route that they want as well, right? Because Curtis Vision is one thing, but what FX wants is another. Right. And so I think there's a little bit of pushback. So I think, hands down, it's getting picked up. Uh, how soon will we start getting into the filming? Man, it could even be early next year should we start. Okay. You know? So... Um, you know, I'm just waiting for the call right now. It's kind of like it's like you know dead air right now. Nothing's going on. You know, yeah. just yeah. Because he, I, just, I bet he won't be finished editing that till you know the end of June, July. So it's uh, a one hour drama is, is a big task to take on, and especially if you want to get it right. Um, and they do the FX gives you freedom like that over there. All their shows seem to be like that. I mean, shit, they're doing some cool shit. They they always have been for a long time. So. Um, yeah, that's fucking rad. that's fucking rad, man. Uh, people, because yeah. everybody who's written on in the sh- in, into the show has been excited and wanted to hear your experience on that. So that, that's fucking yeah. cool, man. No uh, worries, man. It, it, it's a scary thing. I was talking to um, Raymond Cruz, and he's he was like, you know, I spend about nine months out of my life acting. Like, there's very few times I'm home, and so it scared the shit out of me because I'm yeah. like, I'm a homebody, yeah. right? And so I just. It's a good experience. I'm gonna ride it out this show until until it's over, and then I'll make a decision whether Hollywood is for me, right? Like whether the acting thing is what I want, or I, I'm almost more comfortable just doing our own things, right? Like the right. stuff that we do, and we're on our own schedule. Yeah, but also some of these productions are are super cool if it's just a couple weeks out of the year. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, this one I have coming up is only nine days of filming. Right. Like, 
And that's what it is. It's like, we'll see how it goes. But if, if you're going to keep me away from the house seven months out of the year, like, I'm yeah. good. I'm yeah, good. No, no, thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless it's like, fuck you month and then you or money, and then you ride it out for maybe two years. Exactly, exactly. Make sure your, your kids all have a college fund. Yeah, and then, exactly. And, Put a yeah. million in all their bank, and I spend everything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing. You can't ride it out for two years. Uh, if, you, if you sign on as a regular, series regular, they'll sign you to a six-year deal. It's a six-year deal, yeah. Ooh. Which which I, I'm not signed as that yet. Yeah, but. You but I, mean? I, I can. We don't know when they lay you that like, down. If they yeah. lay that down, that's going to be the hardest decision you'll have to have to make. Um, oh, 100 percent. I got 100. That, that's what pushed me into doing my own company. Was one of those. Um, I got hired on a fucking uh, a, a college show at, at 30 years old, and it was a six year contract. And I would not have graduated college until 36 years old. Um, and that was a big, big decision. The money wasn't sick, but. Uh, uh, I will say this: the show did end up going the full six years, though. Damn! So you never know. Uh, and, and that's a hard decision because in where they're filming is where you're moving. Yes. Essentially, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, there. I, like I you moved, live there. I, I'm I'm about to move here in in, in ten days. You know, what I'm saying I don't want to have to pick up in a couple of years and and move to L.A. You know what I mean? It's really right. not what I plan for myself. I plan to move here and hopefully settle in for the long haul. You know, for the kids, for the family reasons, right. and everything. So, um, right now, we're, like I said, we're gonna run with it and see what happens. Well, more opportunities are always better than less opportunities. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's it's not a bad problem to have right now. It's right. not. I, I, hey, I can tell you. Look, one of my best friends is on a one-hour show for Fox. I'm not going to say what it is, but he was living in Alabama with his kids. He's got three kids, and he was the same way. He was like, "Man, I'm not leaving here. I want to. I want to raise my kids or whatever." They backed up the truck, and you can bet your sweet ass he's living in L.A. right now. So, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How does a million dollars an episode sound? Sounds like we'll be in L.A. tomorrow. Sounds like we'll be in L.A., <laughs> kids. Uh, better start speaking Spanish again. Because uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you never know, man. You never know. I'll be really yeah. curious to see what, what happens in your path with all this. Because, um, dude, you've, you've been through those days now. They're fucking long. That's a long yeah. goddamn schedule. And, uh, you know, that, that eats up most of your year. So that, that's something that you'd have to be prepared for. Yep. Um, or it's it's tiring or yeah. Or you can go the other route, like the Catherine Heigl route and be a complete cunt after four seasons and get yourself fired. Um, and then, you know, blacklist yourself in Hollywood. Either way, the choice is yours. (laughs) Either way. It's up to you. That's what she did on Grey's Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Um, dude, you can never think that you're not irreplaceable. Yeah, like that's the problem. Gr- with so Grey's Anatomy people. is on its fucking thirteenth season for Christ's sake. So yeah, she uh, she is back doing television and has failed miserably at it the last two two years. Yeah, she's done a few movies and then uh, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Uh, I think that'll be fun for like Black Rifle and and all of us as a as a collective as going forward is to really do some cool production stuff. Yeah, like yeah. once we have to focus less on the building and more of like let's shoot a fucking TV like thing or sells with their own production company because yeah. i know we could sell it it's, and we'd have creative control it'd be fucking awesome it would be yeah rad, I, look hey you know facebook is offering shows right now they're doing original content and they're reaching out to people for shows we're so. pro gun though so that will never happen with us ah you never know man that gun shit <clears throat> the, once they look at the ratings i think once facebook is in the, the actual ratings game against like netflix and all this other shit they'll change their tune pretty that's true like pretty quick more of an entertainment piece yeah, because I mean, which I guess they're 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 they've been fairly okay with having entertainment that's gun related. It's when you do anything as far as like actual firearms sales, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and- it's anything to do with like real physical interaction with firearms rather than an entertainment based firearm show. Yeah, I, hey, and by the way, your name came up in a in a couple agency things this week, Matt. And if and if you don't mind, I'd love to chat about your situation as well. Um, sure. You were here yeah. in Wilmington over the weekend. Uh, not to to sound douchey or, or a dick, it's just kind of true. But like, I, you know, I've known you for a few years at this point. Your level of fame has has reached a tipping point where we can't go like twenty feet anymore. We no- saw that. On this last flight, like the Tampa trip was pretty apparent, dude. Everywhere we went in Wilmington, North Carolina. I mean, every fucking it got to the point. So I I remember, and and Matt is super humble in real life, by the way. Not nothing like his videos and shits. Um, in a good. I want to talk about that douchebag after this. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. But I I will say this. So we went, we went out downtown because we were, you were in town. We were working on the book for about a week. We went out downtown and it was fuck, man. Every ten feet, it was just Matt Best, Matt Best, Matt Best, and I was like, God damn it, man! You've gotten really fucking famous. Um, 
And it, I, it, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. It was pretty crazy because it's you know I think there was always it was always environmental before maybe the last couple of years where if we did an event you, you had things to expect but that was that was a lot this weekend because you kind of just start to mosey around and it's you know people want to hang out with you and that's great but it's you know in my mind I'm like man I've been charging ten to twelve hours a day in this book with you Ross and you're like I want to go drink with my lady and then it's like nope I have to entertain and I never want to be like a dick necessarily but no no yeah, look, probably you're, you're you gotta... always gracious and you were always cool but i by the last bar when you know 12 people came up to his shots at the same time you were like hey guys i'm i'm good like <laughs> I, I physically can't drink all of these and i gotta bounce uh and then i remember the well la- i could have but my dick doesn't get hard and i prefer when my dick gets hard exactly exactly <laughs> but but on the on the last night you said hey ross i, I want to go someplace because we I, I was with my child and my wife and uh, you, you were with your lady and you were like, let's just go to a, like a, a place that you go and take your kid to so nobody will bother us and we can just have a, a, a nice meal for our last night. So I took you to this restaurant that was like a family place. And so far for like 15 minutes in, everybody was cool or whatever. Me and you walk up to the bar to, to get a drink. And literally a, a woman in her late 40s just screams out across the bar in front of all these kids. Oh fuck! You're fucking mad best, and the, I mean, the, literally, the whole bar stops, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> I didn't even. And it was like, Jesus yeah, it's, Christ! It's really cool though. Like in my mind, you know, because what we're trying to do as a company too, it's it's cool for me because when you start to like open up the demographic that follows us, you'll have like, like you said, like a 45, 50 year old female that you would never think looks like in a million years. Watch content, yeah. And so I'm thankful for it, man. You just, I probably just don't go out as much as I do anymore. There, but, but here's the thing. So <laughs> there, there, there were about 30 kids there and she just screamed out, oh, fuck, it's fucking Matt Best. I mean, all the parents <laughs> were like, Jesus Christ. But then, so the next day I had this conversation with, with an agent, a, a huge agent. And, and he was like, uh, dude, how, how fa- famous is Matt really? And I was, I was telling him this story and, um, uh, and then we started breaking down your numbers. Like you got 12 million for that, that last sketch you got. The highest like show in primetime right now gets like, you know, eight to 10 million views for their show. You're beating that on a consistent basis. And I think that's what this tipping point is where, you know, fuck, man, they're seeing you more than they are their own television stars on Facebook. And I think Facebook will eventually buy into this and give you something eventually, whatever you want to do. That's just my guess. I mean, it is what it is. The way we format things, it's really fun right now because no one has to pay to see the content. Essentially, yeah. they have the ability to support us by purchasing products from a variety of companies that we own. Um, but that's what I truly love about doing it. It's like all our objective is, is to get a laugh. And then if people want so, to purchase on the tail end, that's fucking awesome. Let's and, talk and, about and, this and, dick face. Oh, God. That posts a picture of him and Matt with the <laughs> caption. I don't like this guy, but he was kind of cool in person. Wait, like, what? Wait, fuck wh- when? You. <laughs> when? when no. Fuck you, you fake fuck. Like, he doesn't like you because too many of his friends share you. That's, that's why. Well, yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. Well, guess yeah. what, you fucking faggot? Have fun putting on your stupid button-up shirt and going to your stupid fucking job. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jesus. we get to do cool, fun shit and hire a bunch of people and fuck you. You have no, no reason. There's no ample, and he didn't even know you. Like no. he got it, out of Ranger Battalion two years before you were even weird. there. It's so weird it's a how fake fucking narrative. Can you say his of, name? Oh, I didn't. Like I don't know his you. name. Yeah. And we don't it's, care it's what not, his fucking not, name it's, is. It's, it's weird how that works. Is, like, is that you know Matt gets Matt gets a lot of love, and there's 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 a little hate, you know, and and it's weird to have hate in our own community. And when I say community, I'm talking about. The ranger community, you know. And well, to the testament that there was that he was a part of that community, and like the, everybody else in that in that forum came out and like supported it. And I got private message saying, "Hey, we support you." Like, and it was the narrative was people are jealous because they see you everywhere and you're successful. Right. And I'm like, yeah, and it's kind of unfortunate because we want to help out as many people as we can during this process. And like, I wrote back, I'm like, feel free to dislike me. I'm I'm a fucking dude trying to pay my bills and yeah. fuck my chick at night. That's all I'm trying to do. I just happen to be on the internet. It's and just make weird shit. when someone posts something like that. Like his intention was to get attention as well like that's yeah. his intention, well, you, oh, look right? who I'm with. you talk like, shit on someone yet right. and then you're like i don't but like him but then you, weird bro we have we have, we have thing, regular right? we have regular communication with the former general of jsoc we get a fucking group text message on friday evening from the command sergeant major of jsoc like Fuck the it's, what? It, well, yeah, what the fuck? Why? Why is well, it that the leadership it, I, I, sees I, I, what we're you know doing is funny? important? It's one of those but things. But this dick is like, saw, oh fuck him. I don't think he saw it in a malicious intent. I don't think he meant to do it in malicious. I think he did it like in the, in the group. He did it in 
it's some of those guys are the guys that go to are like, what's up, motherfucking bitch? What's up, cocksucker? It's like, it's just yeah. their bro talk, and I think he did it yeah. in that in that gesture. <laughs> but it also is like, yeah, but he, he said it to him too. I know, like, didn't he? That's, yeah, no, he said he was it to like, me. He said I don't, to me, I don't like, you. like you, and I was at the bar, and I was like, like, well, then why? why are you talking to me? Like, yeah. I'm I'm uh, literally with my chick, yeah. like, and I'm having not a beer, and, you. and that's fine. You're always gonna have that, and I'm not gonna bitch about it because, but that is something, Ross, that I've dealt with now probably over like the last six months, and I guarantee. Um, you know, you can mark this podcast on the in the head right here that when the oh. book comes out, there is going to be a fucking influx of people that go, oh, typical fucking piece of shit writing a book. And it's like, listen, you don't got to buy the goddamn thing. I want to share a story of my life and my family and people that I've close friends that have sacrificed everything to tell their story. That's what this is about. It's not about me boastering about how cool I am. It's it's me sharing my story and you can read it if you'd want it. and You can read it if you don't like it or if you don't. Yeah. yeah. And, the, uh, and the thing about it is it's in a very humble fashion but the book is fucking hilarious like it's really goddamn funny um so. well also too like i gotta tell you and rocco this story because <clears throat> matt yelled at me for being a dick in tampa but it was because of the way that this chick came at us like oh. we had a guy that was super cool super polite he was like i don't want to bug you guys but i'm just gonna tell you i love the movie and then this this girl sitting next to him like perks it up and we're talking about the movie because we ran into yeah, E-Class in Tampa. No in the, way. Yeah, really? The fucking airport. Yeah, yeah. second unit director. Of, shut the what's fuck up, up, you mother flowers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that, you realize that guy that just was up here, he was our fucking uh, our first AD. First AD. Sorry. And uh, he was like, no way. So the guy's talking with us and everything. And this this old woman keeps kind of putting herself in it. And then finally, she she's like, you know, I don't know what you guys do, but I run... I run, uh, what was it called? Sophic TV yeah. YouTube channel. And you can buy an ad on our, you could buy a, a video oh, on our YouTube God. channel for just $1,100. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, what's Sophic TV? She's like, well, I run it. And uh, you can get on it for just a let. That's, that's nothing if you think about what it costs for every. So that's when, that's when I started to go, okay, right. I pulled it up. Their average video gets 14 views. <laughs> and oh, I just go, hey, uh, for eleven hundred dollars, like we wouldn't do this because like we don't we don't even get fourteen views like in the first minute. Like sorry. What did she say? Jared went zero to a hundred. That's I was like, like leave her alone, but she was a she was she was acting like a bitch. She was just pushing the sales way and like like she was an expert. And that's where I got a little annoyed and I was like look, like your highest viewed video, we do forty times that in the first ten minutes that something goes up. Um, yeah, it, it's weird, dude. Because I mean, she's just trying to do her thing, but she also doesn't know. If you're what, gonna be you know, a salesman, you might want to be an expert on know the, the fucking, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah know or the space. or just know, yeah, just know, like, like again, I broke it down for her. I go, so essentially, you want me to pay? <laughs> That's where a hundred dollars per view <laughs> on your channel. Yeah. Like, so it's one hundred dollars per person that watches our commercial. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> I'm like, that's a little high of an ad buy. That's something. Huh? <laughs> like, and then he's like, "Stop being a dick." I'm like, "I'm not being a dick." She drug me into this conversation. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> will set Jared zero to a hundred than any any number uh, as far as social media I know. goes. Dude, I'm just not the guy to like want to engage with those people. I'm like, no, I'm good. Thanks if they push it, but it's just you know I get that shit so much, and then other people want to talk shit. I'm like, man, then then fuck off and and unsubscribe to my channel. Like, I don't fucking care. I'm not gonna waste my like people that go on these forums too and write out all these messages i'm like you just burnt like 20 minutes of your time to talk shit on me why go yeah, go yeah, for it thank yeah, you yeah. i could i mean I, weird, I would ask man. you just to tell it to me but my dick's probably in your mouth so Ooh. there's that yeah i've had some people say to me like hey i didn't like this movie it was really offensive one you know this one movie that you perfect made. and i'm like great i can't make you unsee it so why the fuck you even bother to come up to me like so yeah, sorry i don't especially with like internet content it's I had I had a 22 year old civilian scold me for for the money we raised for Range 15. Like you should be ashamed of yourself for raising that money. That's what he said. I go, yeah. I I'm not. Oh God. Uh, I go, uh, and oh by the way, you want to talk about changing the world? We're the only fucking movie that had 600 after parties uh, that happened in one <laughs> night. I go, you know how many? One of the most common things I ever hear anytime yeah. we meet anybody is, I met my new best friends at the Range 15 premiere. Yeah. 
<laughs> that is probably the coolest thing I got from the, the So again, anytime you want to you want to go that route of that money could have been used to help veterans. Guess what it did? <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> because it brought 600 fucking cities together and they all went and partied that night and they all made friends with local people in their area and those friendships are still carrying. Yeah, so they hung out, they you. drank and like uh, they partied together. I like that. Uh they don't like it turn the head around. Yeah, speaking yeah. about helping out the community, uh we got the drinking bro of the week. I'm not queued up. I'm not yeah. queued up. Uh, this is this is submitted from uh, Matt Kimmy Jr. He says, uh, hey guys, I got a drinking bro of the week, and his name is Dylan Price. He was my first team leader in Afghanistan and taught me how to be the best soldier I could be and how to be a gunner. He pulled me out of a depression spiral and touched hundreds of his father his other fellow soldiers. He was an outstanding K9 MP. Showed up on every call for backup, even though he didn't need to be. Uh, he was a great overall leader. He was a fellow drinking bro as well and loved every part of being so. He lost his life 5-26-17 in a car accident while riding his motorcycle. He will be missed by the hundreds of men and women he touched and his family. Thanks for continuing his memory. Thank you, George or Matt Kimmy Jr. I appreciate it. Um, cheers. Well, thanks, brother. Thank cheers, cheers to you, brother. We also That's have another. The reason why I said George, by the way, is we also have a George Kimmy who's a drinking bro as well. I wonder if they're related. Um, oh, shit. No, no. I don't know. Uh, the other thing, too, is I, I would love to end the show, Matt, with the song that you and your dad made, man. I just heard it. It was fucking awesome. Do you want to tell the. Hell yeah. You want to tell the people what, what the name of it is and uh, where they can buy it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought it was a pretty cool thing. So, uh, like a little backstory: my my dad used to tour as a country musician, you know, in California, and uh, you know, was mainly like a local kind of guy, but phenomenal voice. And uh, he was up here, and we were fucking around with the American Hitmen, who's a, a band, and they also work at Black Rifle. And we said, "Fuck it, let's write a song." And uh, we had a little bit of whiskey and put together a song and my my dad sings on it and you might think it's johnny cash i but thought it was johnny no dude he sounds like johnny cash he sounds great it is dude so he gets good. down bro yeah. yeah that is not johnny cash that's what we were who were calling papa best on the on it but uh here's the song coming up and if you like it it's on itunes under mbest 11x don't don't take, touch my don't touch guns. my guns don't touch my guns uh awesome man for matt best Jared Taylor, Rocco, I am Ross Patterson. This is Don't Touch My Guns. Buy it on iTunes uh, for Papa Best. Let's see if we can get Papa Best number one. Let's do it. I've traveled the world a couple times. I've seen some shit and I've blurred some lines. It's been hard, but something's been fine. I may be old and I may be mean. Blood is red and my money's green But don't you dare touch my guns You can marry a rock, you can marry a tree I can wear a dress and sit to pee You do your thing and I'll be me I don't care if you're straight or gay Identify as a dog for a day Just don't ever touch my guns Don't touch my guns Don't touch my guns don't touch my guns, I'll fuck you up I've seen these punks in their skinny jeans Extra glasses and Bernie tees None of it makes much sense to me You're free to be what you want to be Your freedom's yours but it ain't free Just don't you ever touch my guns Don't touch my guns Don't touch my guns don't touch my guns, I'll fuck you up Don't touch my guns, don't touch my guns Don't touch my guns, I'll fuck you up 